Sky Sports Radio combined with Harness Racing New South Wales brings you On The Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. Great to have your company for On The Pace on this Thursday morning here on Sky Sports Radio. Plenty happening. We've got Penrith uh, racing this evening to look forward to. Eight races there. The first getting underway at 6.10. We raced at Bathurst last night as well. There was eight races on that card. Included in that was a dead heat in the third on the card and a, a long price dead heat as well. The favourite missing out made an early mistake, Don Arthur, and it was between our George Boston and Laurie D who managed to share the spoils there. The open class race, again, they went along at a really solid clip, uh, 1.53 and 9, the time recorded home in 27.2 and Soho Sinatra was far too good there in the end. Aside from that, the winning was pretty well spread around throughout the evening. As I mentioned, we head uh, to Penrith this evening, then tomorrow we have a busy day in New South Wales Harness Racing with Wagga, New Castle and Dubbo all racing before we head to Menangle on Saturday night where the Allied Express free-for-all is a real highlight alongside the Harness Racing New South Wales three-year-old Trotters Foundation final. That's high on quality. Uh, that's a little later on in that card of racing. Yesterday, we also had Menangle uh, have a trialling session as they do each and every Wednesday at the present time. And Naturally Gifted was certainly uh, the horse to watch out of that trial session. A three-year-old, we know that he's run placings in both the New South Wales Derby and the Bathurst Gold Chalice this season. Now at the Jack Trainer barn, picked up by uh, an American owner and Richard Pellucci, who's had a lot of really good success with uh, these uh, Aussie and New Zealand bred horses. Shartin, the best of them. She was uh, the US Horse of the Year going back a few years ago and he uh, was the owner of her. So he's found another one that no doubt will make his way across to uh, the US at some point in time. But uh, strong rumours surrounding naturally gifted for a Eureka slot. Uh, so he was at the trialling session yesterday, 152 and 2, home in 26-1, now part of the Jack Trainer barn. He looks set to head to Queensland for races like uh, the Redcliffe Derby, which is only a fortnight away. Maybe even a rising sun. And then, of course, he has the southeastern Queensland derbies as well that he'll be eligible for before potentially that Eureka uh, on September 2nd where he'll take on the four-year-old. So he was at the trials yesterday, as was the star three-year-old Philly Peaceful. She finished just in behind them. And another trialer of note was Captain Ritchie yesterday. He was beaten a little way in his trial, but he was a Group 1 winner at two winning the APG final last year. Probably didn't come back. Uh, towards the back end of his two-year-old season as expected, but good to see him back at the trials. Uh, Eve Crocker was in that trial as well. Uh, she's just never been too far away in all of the big dancers. She was third in the New South Wales Oak. She may well be a filly headed to Queensland herself. So that was yesterday at the trials. You can catch all of those results and replays now on the harness.org.au website. We'll be hoping to catch up with Luke McCarthy shortly to discuss his trip to Queensland. Uh, of course, himself and Belinda are making their way north. And with runners engaged tomorrow at Albion Park End, Saturday night, uh, and you know, high-quality runners as well, it seems a good time to catch up with the Cobbity Equine team to get an update. As we say good morning to you, Luke, I would assume you're on your way to Queensland. If not there already, you must be looking forward to being part of this carnival again. It just seems to get bigger and better every year. Good morning to you. Yeah, good morning, Brittany. 
it's great to be part of this carnival, I'm sure. And uh, you're spending a, a lot of your time in Queensland uh, throughout your career. It's, it's really started to take a, a massive step in the right direction, hasn't it? Oh, for sure. And, you know, Harness Racing Queensland done an amazing job. You know, to just keep boosting the prize money and putting on all these new races in different categories. And, yeah, it's just really good to have some horses, you know, good enough to be a part of it. I would assume that the team will likely grow over the next few weeks, but what sort of numbers are you looking at uh, heading north with? Um, I've got five on the float now, Brittany. I'm on, on my way up and um, we'll filter in, you know, another lot next week. So by, by the time the carnival's in full swing, we should have a, about a dozen up here. And in terms of uh, the stock that you're taking, there's a, a handful of really nice three-year-olds. You've got some nice four-year-olds as well. And when it comes to the open-class horses, will we expect to see all of the, the obvious horses make their way north? Spirit of St. Louis, obviously expensive egos making his way up this weekend. And what about Bondi Lockdown? Yeah, so they'll, um, they'll all come up. Brittany um, Lewis will have another run in Sydney. And um, Bondi will race the race in Brisbane next weekend. Uh, more than likely, they'll be parked and can't find a better man and pay the patrons first. So, yeah, we've just got a good mix and a bit of everything. And you now, a couple for the Derby, really like Dr. Nelhammer, who tried good last week. So, yeah, hopefully, they can all perform well. Expensive Ego's going around in a stand on Saturday night. So, I would assume he's an obvious Redcliffe. Cup uh, targeted horse. Spirit of St. Louis began like an absolute bullet at the trials there the other day from a stand. So is Redcliffe on his agenda or is it the fact that he has to have a standing start uh, race before then just make things a little tricky? We just we thought we'd just save Lewis for the the couple of the real big ones. Um Sunshine's putting back to pay. And um ego stepped really good and actually it was really happy with his trial and the way he worked. And um, so if he steps good and performs well Sunday night, you know, we'd like to have a crack at the Redcliffe Cup. The patron's purse is next Friday night, and you've mentioned it already with Can't Find a Better Man. It's, I guess, the first serious feature of the carnival. Bondi Lockdown being a five-year-old, he's eligible for it. It sounds as though you're pretty keen to keep him to the bigger track, though, at this point in time. Yeah, I think so. Just a couple of good runs at Albion Park. We're doing good, and um, yeah, it's sort of good prize money race on the Saturday. So more than likely, he'll go to Saturday and be the man to the patrons first. What's your assessment of uh, Bondi lockdown at the moment? He hasn't been horrible in his last two starts, but he probably has just looked a little bit lacklustre in, uh, in I guess, the way that he's gone about in the middle part of his race. He hasn't been beaten massive margins, but he just doesn't seem to be quite as switched on at the moment. Is it a case of just he's going through the motions at the present time, or what's your assessment of his current form? Yeah, he's a tricky horse. Brittany, um, his first up running sat past and we were really happy with it. And then it was a few weeks between runs and got caught outside the leader, and I was actually disappointed with him. But Saturday night, just gone, I went the first half 53 3, sitting outside of him, got beat 12 metres. Um, you know, he just, just made a total change of luck. Um, you know, a draw where he can even bug out and take a sit, like he did in the Crystal Bahamia, or whatever, you know, the free fall of under to my night. Um, just made him to change of luck, and he, you know, did a bit of barriers. 
All right, that's a good update on a few of those open-class horses. Just when it comes to this weekend's runners, Rock and Roll Hammer, you've already mentioned, beautifully bred this guy, and I'm sure that he holds a, a special place in everyone's heart, being King of Swing's younger half-brother. And he's been really impressive since coming across from New Zealand to join your stable. Is he your best chance when it comes to the derbies? And he's got a, a perfect draw to kick off his Queensland campaign tomorrow night. Yeah, I think so. He's, he's very lightly raced. He hasn't had many starts, and when he come out in the third, the New South Wales Derby off a bad draw, you know, and then we think he had a nice spell. Um, he's come back, and then he tried again last week and won the trial nice. So, yeah, we're hoping he just continues to improve um, the generation up here. Saturday night, you've got quite a few runners, including Muscle Bart, who goes around in race number two. He's had the three runs this prep. He was able to win a heat of the Tab Regional Championships first up. Things just didn't really go to plan in that, uh, I should say, Metropolitan final. And then he was really good last time out in uh, the state consolation. So he's a horse that with the right run in any race is going to be uh, really hard to beat. He goes around in uh, a qualifying, I should say, band five event on Saturday night. He's got a wide draw, but it's not the quickest front line in the world. Uh, is he a horse that can, uh, I guess, get up close, uh, close and handy to the pacer on Saturday night in the second? Yeah, he, he's a dancy. Um, he's, he's just a nice horse, but he's not a top horse, but he, you know, he's a bit of an opportunist. They can do that bird in Queensland and be sitting three pegs. So, you know, in their better races, you have to drive them for luck. But, you know, in the lower downgrade races, you can do a bit more work. So you'd have to do Definitely Can't find a better man has been really good in his two runs this preparation and it just seems as though he's ticking over perfectly. He's running the chariots of fire back in February was exceptional. He's a he's a nice horse, isn't he? He's got open class, a grand circuit horse written all over him and uh, I guess this is a chance for him to dip his toe in that higher uh, grade on Saturday night. He's got a good draw though and he looks a great chance. Yeah, we're really happy with him. He's um had a nice spell after the chariots and just sort of brought him up. He won, won a couple at angle off the break and then um, he's had another couple of trials just to, you know, get him ready for this Brisbane Carnival. So, yeah, we've sort of really looked after him and haven't over-raced him and hopefully now we can sort of filter him into them better races and he can take that next step. So the patron's purse will be his aim next week and then I guess a race like the Rising Sun becomes an obvious target for him after that? Oh, for sure. I'd like to get him into the rising sun 100%. And Kingmaker also goes around in that open race. He was able to string a few uh, good wins together before a last start seventh when not beaten all that far in the Coronation Cup. Uh, he's a horse that's probably taken that next step in his preparation, so he's another that has to be considered for a few of the better races. Yeah, he's, he's actually done a good job, and he might just need to run this week. He had a bit of a pressure, so... But, um, you know, there's a lot of them good free-throw races on every week, so just thought he'd be good to bring up and you know, join the team up here. And finally, Expensive Eagle. We've already touched on him briefly, but he's going around and race number nine off a 20-metre back mark, which is never easy to overcome at the middle trip, the 2,138 metres, but he does look really well-placed. And you said you were happy with his trial. What did you make of his run prior when second behind Ultra Orlando? On face value, you probably think, well, he was beaten as a short price favourite, but they did run two sub-27 quarters on the way home. So I guess you couldn't be too disappointed with him. No, it's always disappointing when you get beat, but they've got over 53.7, um, like Alter actually went amazing. So, 
you know, if they got over 54 7, you probably would have been a bit down on it. But on the clock, he was good. He's come out and tried good since, so we're hoping, you know, hopefully, runs a good race Saturday. You mentioned Alter Orlando just sent. He'll go around on Saturday night uh, back in New South Wales along with Artillery and Max Shard in the Allied Express free-for-all. Is he any chance of having a, another trip away, the old boy, or will he stay at home and uh, try to continue on with his good form at Menangle? Oh, maybe. He's, you know, it seems like he's going as good as ever. And, like, he just keeps running good races. So um, maybe the Sunshine Sprint would be a good race for him because of his gate speed. He puts himself in such good spot all the time. And just before I let you go, uh, speaking of Saturday night, yourself and Belinda have Moonwalker engaged in that three-year-old Trotters Foundation final. Your dad, John, will take the steer aboard this horse. He's made a few mistakes at his last few runs, which have probably been a, a bit of a surprise because he was so good at his first two efforts. But uh, if he can uh, work out where to put his feet on Saturday night, he's not out of that race. Yeah, we, we changed his shoes, Britain. He, he seemed to try a lot better um, Saturday. So hopefully he can, you know, like I said, be on his best behaviour and I think he'll run a good race. James, his horse is got by speed. He probably does look hard to beat, but if he, doesn't, if he doesn't make a mistake, he should definitely be in the top three. Right, that's on Saturday night, that three-year-old Trotters Foundation final and the Allied Express free-for-all is a race before race number six on the card. A busy few weeks and months upcoming, Luke. We really appreciate you uh, taking time to join us this morning. And before I let you go, I'm seeing um, across social media, it's great to see King of Swing, of course, is going to stand out another season at stud. You must be looking forward to seeing his progeny hit the ground in the not-too-distant future. And that's another uh, busy part of the back end of 2023 for yourself and Belinda. Yeah, for sure. It feels like yesterday he was racing in the Miracle Mile, so it's just been so quick. And, you know, to stud season feels like it only just finished since it's really starting again. So, yeah, he, I'm tipping he'll be very well supported again, and it'll be great to see his progeny on the track. Absolutely. Of course, the breeding season not too far away at all. Really appreciate your time, Luke, and best of luck uh, in Queensland for the next few weeks. Yeah, thanks, Brittany. Luke McCarthy joining us this morning. So a really comprehensive rundown on several of the Cobbity Equine team's uh, stars, and a lot of them are, are Queensland bound as well. So Expensive Ego will race this weekend at Albion Park in a standing start event. Can't find a better man. We'll go around as well. We can expect to see Spirit of St. Louis have another run in New South Wales before he sets his sights on uh, the two main features in July, the Sunshine Sprint and the Blacks are fake. And Bondi Lockdown looks likely to go around next Saturday night at Albion Park, not heading towards the patron's purse at Redcliffe, which looks an extremely strong race on paper, but he'll head to Albion Park and contest the Lucky Creed over 2,600. That patron's purse is likely to have leap to fame, speak the truth, can't find a better man amongst many others, maybe even a horse like Better Zip it is eligible for that race. So for four and five-year-olds around the triangle for $50,000, that could be some sort of contest next Friday evening. And no doubt New South Wales is going to be heavily represented there as well. So that's on the pace for this Thursday. Penrith tonight, the first of eight gets underway at 6.10. Finding winners here on Sky Sports Radio will get you up to date with uh, just that, hopefully. Finding winners for the weekend tomorrow morning here just after 10.30 uh, with Michael Gearham.